Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. My name is DeAndre Nicolette. If you're new here, my love, welcome. I'm super excited to have you tuned in for your first episode of Manifest Daily. And of course, if you're an OG listener, y'all already know the vibes. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, boy. Hey, what's poppin'? What's good? Welcome back to another episode of your fave Manifest Daily. So, my loves, today... We got a bonus episode, okay? Because it's been a minute since I've done a bonus episode. So I was like, you know, we got to we gotta toss one in there. We got to get the vibes right, especially because it is also the first of the month, which, y'all, I, <laughs> I feel like I sound like a broken record, and I probably do at this point when I talk about how quickly time is flying, but I know y'all feel the same way because the fact that it is August, the fact that... Like my mind is already thinking ahead to the holidays and like buying my ticket to go back to Boston and just even 2023, like I'm already thinking about what I'm manifesting, what I'm calling in, what my goals are for next year. And I almost have to stop myself sometimes from getting too ahead of myself, right? Because we we know that the goal is to stay in the present, to live in the present, to enjoy the current moment, whatever we are experiencing right now. And of course, when you're manifesting, like there is some future thought involved. There is, you know, visualization. There is thinking about what you are calling in and being grateful for that. But at the same time, there's also being grateful for the present moment, for what you have right now, for what you're experiencing right now. And I just feel like I have been living my best life, y'all. Okay. I have been enjoying myself. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I am just enjoying the simple pleasures of my day-to-day life. Like just the simple joys of having a space to myself, of really enjoying spending time with myself, of really getting to know myself even on a deeper level. And it's been fun, but at the same time, I'm excited for all the things to come. So time moving quickly and flying by, it's not even that I feel bad about it or that I'm like, oh my God, I wish wish time would slow down. I'm actually, I mean, time ain't, ain't a thing. Y'all know time does not exist, but I'm just really excited for all the things to come. And it almost sometimes feels like, and I feel like somebody has said this before. So if they have, maybe you have heard this before, but I almost feel like when time starts to speed up or when it feels like time is speeding up, it's almost like you are just calling in your manifestations quicker. It's like you're getting to the places that you want to get to quicker. At least that's what it typically feels like for me when time is speeding up, right? They say time flies when you're having fun. So if time has been flying for you and it feels like, oh my God, I can't believe it's August, then you're probably having fun and you're probably having an amazing year of life. So I love that for you. So today, my loves, we are bringing back an old episode format that I haven't done in a minute. I don't know if you guys remember when I used to do the 
energy reports. And I remember I used to do these back when I was living in Jersey. I think I did them for like maybe two or three months. And then when I had my Patreon, I eventually moved these episodes over to the Patreon and we were doing them there for a while. And then I closed the Patreon down and you know, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. And here we are. And I just felt really called to bring this format back. I actually posted on Instagram stories the other day and I did a pick a card reading and it was, you know, pick a card A or B. Um, you picked, you did the little poll to vote. And then on the next stories, I revealed the cards and like the little message that came with the cards for you if you picked A or if you picked B. And it made me feel like I really missed doing the energy reports. I didn't even go back to listen to how I used to do them because I kind of want to allow myself to be in the present moment and to not feel in a way like constraint of like, oh, I have to do it the way I used to do it before. I just kind of want to, you know, go with the flow of what I'm feeling today. But essentially, I pulled out my Oracle cards, okay? And we're doing a bit of a pick a card reading through the podcast. Now, typically... In the future, moving forward, I think I'll want to record these for YouTube. You guys know I've been trying my best. I, I've been doing a pretty good job keeping up with it, but recording the podcast episodes. But the reason I'm not recording this one on video today is because I am doing a whole new setup. So I got a new podcast mic. I don't know if you guys can hear the difference in the audio. I really hope you can because this was quite an investment, okay? So I really hope you guys can hear a difference in the audio quality and that it sounds better because, yeah. Anyways, um, so I, I changed my mic and I have my dining room table is quite a mess. Like I have my camera charging. I have all these Oracle cards around. Um, I have my hair in rollers. Like I, I have to run out for, um, to meet a friend for coffee before my swim class today. So I'm kind of like on the go moving around. So I figured, you know what, this is kind of chaotic for me to try to do a whole video right now and get that out in time for tomorrow but we could do a podcast episode audio only instead. So that's what we have today. The format for this, I'm just gonna kind of talk about the energy of the upcoming month. I didn't really dive too much into the new and full moons for this one because I really wanted to focus particularly on Jupiter retrograde and then also on the pick of cards for you guys. So let's dive into talking about Jupiter retrograde for a second because there's, there's some stuff that we need to unpack there. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So Jupiter 
has gone retrograde and Jupiter is retrograde from July 28th to November 23rd. Now I'm going to preface all of this by saying I am not an astrologer. I do not identify as someone who is an expert in astrology. I've had experts come on the podcast before and really give us a more holistic view of the planets and the transits and all the things. But, you know, as an amateur astrologer, if you will, as someone who like really likes to look this stuff up and is really kind of into what's happening with the planets and stuff like that. Jupiter retrograde is one that I particularly find interesting. I actually had an astrology reading the other day and she called out Jupiter retrograde as being really important uh, playing in the way that it's playing out in my chart personally, but also in the way that it's playing out for the collective. So like I said, this uh, planet went retrograde July 28th and will be retrograde in the sign of Aries until November 23rd. When we hear the word retrograde, I think a lot of us have like a negative association with that, right? We are so used to people hearing Mercury retrograde and freaking out, being like, oh my God, you know, the computers are crashing and this is happening and that is happening. And really just seeing retrogrades as a time of things going wrong, right? And I think that that is a bit of an outdated and oversimplistic view of retrogrades because we know that Mercury retrograde, even any retrograde, it's a little bit more complex than things are just going to go wrong. And even seeing it in that way of like, when the planets are direct, things are going right. When the planets are retrograde, things are going wrong. It's feeding into that very dualistic view of life where we have right and wrong, black and white, you know, good and bad. And things are not that simple, right? Things are not that simple. Life is not that simple. People, humans, we're very complex. And there are so many different nuances to what we each view as good and bad and right and wrong and left and right and black and white that we can't possibly seek to oversimplify these things. And that's why when it comes to talking about manifestation and talking about spirituality and talking about, you know, your healing journey, that it's really about understanding what that looks like for you, because there's no one else in the world who is going to share your exact story, your exact experiences in the way that you've had them. And so there's no one who is going to experience your reality and experience your truth in the way that you experience it. Going back to Jupiter retrograde, Jupiter retrograde is really a time to pause, right? It's a time to sort of pause, take stock of what's going on to reflect and make sure that your actions are in line with the future that you want. When we heard that Jupiter went into Pisces, I forget the dates, but I know I made an Instagram story and a TikTok about it. This was known as one of the luckiest transits. Like this was something a lot of astrologers were talking about simply because Jupiter going into the sign of Pisces just really represented a lot of luck. Like a lot of people were gonna experience like really good breaks in their career, um, a lot of money coming in, a lot of abundance, just like Jupiter is the planet of luck. So Jupiter going into the sign of Pisces, where it's dreamy and ethereal and really also related to spirituality, represented a lot of people essentially manifesting their dreams, like seeing their dreams come to pass. And so Jupiter going retrograde right now is a time for us to kind of sit back, look at what's going on in our life and say, okay, we wanted our life to go this way. These are the things that we're manifesting. These are the goals that we have. Are we taking the actions, right? Because this planet is going retrograde in Aries, which also is ruled by Mars, which is the sign of like action and taking action, things like that. So are we taking the actions that are in line with our manifestations, that are in line 
with the future that we want. This is also a chance to course correct. So if you notice that maybe in the last couple of months when you've had many opportunities arise and things like that, maybe you've been self-sabotaging, maybe you made a couple decisions that you regret, or maybe you made a couple decisions that you were like, if I had the chance to go back, like I would change how I reacted to this or how I approached this because that would be more in line with what I'm manifesting. That would be more in line with the future that I'm creating for myself. This is your chance, right? This is your chance to course correct because what's going to happen is you may be given a couple new opportunities or you may notice because it's a retrograde that maybe some of those opportunities that you rejected, you know, out of self-sabotage or imposter syndrome or whatever, maybe those are coming back around repackaged or coming back around in the same package. And this is your chance to course correct and say, you know what? I believe in myself. I believe in what I'm doing. I believe in where I'm going and I'm going to take this chance and I'm going to roll with it and see where it goes. We are literally going inward during this time to reflect on our own personal and spiritual growth, to reflect on our journey, to reflect on where we have come to, where we have come from also, right? And where we are now today and really, again, assess if this direction, this path feels good to us. If for some reason we feel as if we are veering off path or maybe doing some things that don't really feel aligned with us and aligned with our dream life, this is our chance to truly reflect, review, assess, and course correct. Jupiter went retrograde on the same day as the new moon in Leo. This was on July 28th as well. This new moon in Leo, of course, you guys know a new moon really represents new beginnings. It's sort of like planting the seed for things that you want to bring to life, things that you want to manifest. I love that it also, um, that we also had this new moon on the same day as we have this Jupiter retrograde, because I also feel like it's a really good time for us to think about what seeds we need to plant in order to truly make sure that we are on the path, like the, the right path for us and the right path, quote unquote, right, is the path that feels aligned to you. That path can change at any time. You can choose to change your direction. You're not stuck on any path that you choose at any given point in time in your life. So this is really a time, again, for us to sort of realize where we are, realize where we're going, realize the trajectory that we're on, and really think about if it is aligned with the life that we want. All right, my loves, we're going to shift gears now and we are going to go into the pick a card reading. So the way that this works is I'm going to have three different timestamps in the show notes. You can check those out. You're also welcome to listen to all of the readings. You may find that something in each of the readings resonates with you. Totally up to you. You can come back and listen to your readings again at the end of the month and check in to see like, did it really come to pass? Was it really kind of the vibe for your month or maybe it wasn't? Now, energy and reading energy, anyone can do this anyone can pick up a pile of Oracle cards and truly tap into the energy. So this is not something that is only reserved to me or reserved to someone that calls themselves a tarot reader or an Oracle reader or an energy reader. We all read energy. We're all energetic beings. So just kind of putting that out there in case you have been curious about getting your own Oracle cards and maybe pulling some cards for yourself daily or monthly or weekly or whatever, that you can absolutely do that. Um, you don't need a course to do this. I never took a course. You don't need 
need anyone to tell you how to do this. It sort of comes naturally, right? I think the first step and the step that has always resonated with me personally is to, when I pull the cards, I always kind of like read the little books that come with them. But then I also kind of just get my own vibe from them and just tap into whatever story feels right for the cards that I have pulled. So that's something that you will kind of naturally start to do over time. So just wanted to put that out there again, that if there's anyone out there who's like, oh, I kind of want to dabble with the cards, but like, I don't know where to start. Just buy yourself some cards. Um, they sell them at like Barnes and Noble. You can go to like a special uh, tarot store or like a spiritual like crystal store or something and you will find them there you can also order them on amazon as well so yeah i will um i actually should add my cards to my amazon storefront and link them in the show notes for you guys so i'll go ahead and make sure that i do that as well editing me will remember hopefully to do that as well and link that in the show notes for you guys in case you want these specific card decks that i have used here today all right, now that we've gotten that out of the way, go ahead and take a couple of deep cleansing breaths. Really just focus on breathing for a second here. In through the nose, out through the mouth. Really just center yourself, ground yourself, sit with this current moment. And when you are ready, after you've taken a couple of deep breaths, could be one, two, three, four, maybe more if you want, go ahead and pick a number from one to three. Now, whatever number you pick, that is gonna be your pile for your cards. And then you can go to the times stamp listed in the show notes to listen to your reading. Let's go ahead and get into pile number one. Okay, pile number one, we have three cards for you today. The first says remain positive. The second card says let your friends help you. This is actually from the love deck, but this doesn't always have to relate to love, honestly. And the third is from my Energy Oracle Cards deck, and it's the Garden and the Gate. Now, with the Garden and the Gate card, there is a picture of a girl, and she has this key around her neck, and she is in this gate. And I can't tell, or we can't really tell, if she's like in the like inside of the gate walls or outside of the gate walls. But what we can tell is that beyond the gate walls, it's just like a super pretty valley, just like super super beautiful. Um, there's butterflies flies there but it's also really pretty where she is and if you have um, these cards, when you look at like the Oracle card guidebook, they talk about this imagery as well. And they talk about the fact that there's the key on the, her neck and that's symbolic as well. But basically this card represents the fact that this girl right now, she's comfortable, okay? She is in a place where she's in a comfortable position in her life and she could really, you know, sit where she is and enjoy the rest of her life and never, never venture beyond the gates. Like never go beyond those gate walls to see what is out there. But because we can see what is out there, we see that there's so much for her to explore. It's almost as if this is kind of reminding me of the Eight of Swords card in uh, Tarot where there's someone and she's like super, super blinded and she's almost like really afraid, but she has the power to take off her blindfolds and to see that she literally can change her life. She can like make the changes that she wants. She can remove her fear. She has that power, but she's not necessarily recognizing that. And this is what this reminds me of. This girl has a key on her neck so she has the power to open up the gate she has the power to go beyond those walls but it's almost as if she's afraid to do so and she's afraid to do so because she's really comfortable where she is and this really represents the fear of the unknown right 
So for a lot of us, like we really want to try something. We really want to start something. Maybe you have like a completely different career path that you want to explore. Maybe you have a completely different relationship path that you want to explore or just a life path in general, something that you want to dive into. But the fear of the unknown keeps you stuck in your current position, especially because you are comfortable where you are, right? So it's like, why would I give up my current comfort, why would I let go of what I know to be true and know to be secure to go after something that I really don't know how it's going to work out? And the other two cards here are sort of reminding us that it's important to remain positive. When you start to think about this thing that you want to do or try or go after or explore and you start to get these thoughts of like, well, the unknown and like all these things can happen and these bad things can happen, your, your mind starts to wander, your imagination really starts to run it's important to remain positive now that doesn't mean that you are being naive and that you are ignoring any possible um, what you may consider negative outcomes of the situation but there's something to be said about approaching everything in a very like smart way and making sure that you have a plan in place and making sure that you feel at least prepared even if you don't know what's coming you feel kind of prepared and of course life will love to throw us curveballs of things that we haven't prepared for and that's really our chance to show that we've learned certain lessons, show that we've grown in certain ways. But what this card is telling me here is that it is important for you to remain positive. As you're thinking about this thing that you may want to explore, as you are thinking about possibly taking a leap, taking a chance, starting something new, exploring an unknown to you, it is imperative that you remain positive. And not only that, but the cards are here reminding us that it's important for you to let your friends help you. So you may have a friend who, you know, maybe knows this industry a little bit more or knows something more about what you want to take that leap into or what you want to do. Sometimes it's hard to ask for help, right? Sometimes it is hard to kind of like humble ourselves and say, hey, look, I don't really know what I'm doing here. I kind of need some help. But asking your friends for help and remaining positive is what's going to help you through the situation. This really isn't a bad pile, but it's also not a good pile unless you want it to be a good pile. And what I mean by that is that these cards right now, like you're in a very neutral position. This is telling me that you are in a space where you are calling the shots. Do you want to open that gate? Do you want to step into the unknown? Do you want to see what's out there? Or do you want to stay where you are? Do you want to remain comfortable? And do you want to sit with where you are? Neither option is wrong, right? And that's really important to recognize and realize. I know a lot of times you talk about like pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and always push yourself to grow. Sometimes we're not ready for that. And sometimes we don't necessarily want that responsibility in our lives, in the current chapters that we're currently experiencing. So no shame to you, no sort of like looking down on you. If right now you don't want to take that leap, you don't want to explore the unknown, if you want to sit in your comfort because you feel good about where you are. But this card also says, or these pile, or this pile rather also says that if you do want to take that leap, if you do want to explore the unknown, that there is a lot of beauty, a lot of abundance, a lot in store for you if you choose to explore that. But the other thing, and I mentioned this, that uh, the guidebook called out and that this card also represents the, the one about the gate, is that it is important for you to not, not get super caught up in the like 
obsessing or overthinking of material gains of like the material world because if you are going to explore the unknown it's also going to be a place where you are able to manifest more abundance create more of that material gain for yourself but it's also going to be a time for you to learn about yourself learn about what you're capable of so don't underestimate that part of your journey if you do choose to take a leap and if you do choose to explore that unknown okay on to pile number two which you actually have four cards because when i was pulling your energy oracle cards two cards came out i put them back in and the same two came back out again so i was like okay say less so the first card that you have is attraction the second card is abundance the third is financial constraints and the last is the temple path looking at these four cards this really tells a story of someone who is either experiencing some current financial constraints or in the past maybe your near past I would say you were experiencing some financial constraints so maybe you lost your job maybe you just you know had to put yourself on a pretty strict budget and it was a little stressful money was a little bit tight that kind of vibe now the temple path here is this card is all about like your spiritual journey and all about what things are leading you to your spiritual evolution to your spiritual growth essentially with the two cards sort of coming out together it's really telling the story of someone who had to go through that sort of financial constraint as part of their spiritual journey and spiritual evolution. Now, sometimes I hate stuff like that when it's like, okay, you know, you, you had to go through this bad stuff to really appreciate the good. But a lot of times it has merit to it and it has meaning to it. And it is a powerful statement and it is a powerful understanding to recognize when the challenges that you are presented with in life help you to grow in a certain way that maybe you wouldn't have grown in otherwise, right? So this financial constraint that you either are going through currently or, you know, for some of you guys, it feels like it was the near future. Like maybe it was like at the start of 2022 and things are starting to take a turn for you in a positive way. But whether you are still in that period or you were in that period in a short time ago, this was for your benefit, right? And I know a lot of times like, you know, hearing that something bad that you think is bad that you really didn't like or enjoy because who likes to be financially constrained? I mean, I know I don't because one thing about me, I like to shop, okay? But it was for your spiritual benefit. And now what I see here is attraction and abundance. Now, it's interesting because the attraction card is a love card, right? Same thing as the, the pile number one, they had a card that was a love card, but in the reading, it didn't really come through as love for me. This same thing, this is not coming through as love for you. This message doesn't feel like a love message. Now it could be, okay? It could mean that maybe you are attracting more people that you vibe with, things like that. Like that's, you know, what that attraction card could represent, literal, physical, you know, attraction to someone. However, I'm really reading it as attracting abundance, as attracting that money, attracting more coin, okay? Get your bag, get into it. And that's the vibe that I'm really getting here. So for those of you who went through that, um, that time of financial constraint and you went through that period where money was tight, things are turning around, okay? If they haven't already, and the cicadas are getting really loud outside, they are screaming. Um, but if they haven't already, then they will. And they're going to take a turn for 
like the absolute better for you. Like I'm talking money flowing into you, money coming in. This is really because you went through that period of like the, the financial constraint and now you're going to be going through the period of like financial gain and financial abundance because that was always your destiny. That was always your path. But you sort of had to go through not having in order to really learn how to one, manage your money, but two, how to appreciate this money. One thing I will say about this is that sometimes when we grow up without having a lot of money or when we go through a period where we are financially constrained, when we start to come into money, we can often find ourselves repeating some money stories that aren't for our benefit. We can often find ourselves wanting to constrain ourselves still, financially constrain ourselves still. So, you know, maybe hoarding all of our money or feeling as if, you know, even though we have a lot of money coming in now, we can't treat ourselves. We can't buy the things that we want. We can't enjoy our money. But you have to realize that like, unlearning some of those money stories, unlearning some of those like things that you've told yourself for months or years or maybe your entire life, that is part of your journey here. And in order for you to continue to attract more abundance and hold on to it and attract even more, you have to address those money stories and you have to be willing to go deep and dive deep and really ask yourself, like, what is it that I'm telling myself here about money and how can I begin to unlearn these money stories? Um, I actually have an episode of the podcast with Erin Lyons where we dive into money stories, especially money stories that black women specifically have been told and um, may tell themselves repeatedly. Listen to that episode if you haven't yet. That one may be helpful for you, especially if you are working on unlearning negative money stories, just because in order for you to really rise to your full potential and in order for you to really continue attracting the abundance that you want and that you deserve, you have to be willing to do the work of like addressing those negative money, money stories that you've told yourself for a really long time now. And that is going to be part of your spiritual journey. And that is also going to be part of you sort of like unleashing yourselves from like the shackles of financial constraint. Okay, my friends, welcome to pile number three. Before I dive into pile number three, I just want to say if you listen to the intro or maybe even listen to any of the other piles and you notice a shift in my energy or like maybe a change in my voice or something, I'm recording this literally eight hours later. I recorded most of this this morning before I went to get coffee and before I had my swim class and was running errands and doing all the things. And now I'm back home and I really want to get this episode up for you guys tomorrow. So we're back in the office and we are recording the last half of this episode. Pile number three, okay? You guys had four cards come out for you instead of the three that, uh, actually I think pile number two had four cards as well. So your first card says trust, your second card says let go of control issues and that is a love card but again don't think this pertains to love pile or card number three says let go and pile pile card number four says all tied up so very similar to pile one and pile two or group one and group two the love card that i picked i don't think this is pertaining to love i think maybe when i do these readings i may have to specifically sit with the intention of pulling cards for love because when I was pulling these cards I was pulling cards with the intention of getting the message that this group needed to hear I didn't ask for it to be a love message specifically I asked for it to be what 
uh, general message you guys needed to hear for the for the month of August. Right? All of these cards are pretty much telling the same story if you haven't gathered by now. And that is that for the month of August, you really need to focus on letting go. You need to focus on trusting. And that obviously can apply to so many different things, right? So depending on your situation, maybe it's something where you have to really trust in divine timing. Maybe you have to trust that things are all going to work out for you or things will work out for you in your situation. Whatever the case is, right now you are being asked to let go and to trust. And this energy card that we have here that says all tied up, it's this picture of a woman who is literally all tied up. And this reminds me, kind of similar to, I believe, a card from pile number two of the Eight of Swords in Tarot. And if you don't know that card, it's literally this card where this woman is like tied up and she believes that she truly can't free herself from her situation. However, if she were to simply reach her hands up, take off the blindfold, she could see and she would see that she is in a particular predicament that she's able to get herself out of. And this is sort of the vibe that I'm getting for you guys here. You're so enmeshed in your situation that it's almost like you can't see a way out because you are too close to the situation. You are too close to everything at hand. And letting go and trusting is almost like you falling back and really, again, trusting in the bigger picture. I wanna share a story with you guys that I think will really help with this. So y'all know I'm taking swim lessons. Today was actually my last day of swim one. I am gonna repeat swim one simply because I want to solidify all the foundations of the things that I learned in swim class. But one thing that I was particularly struggling with in swim class was the back float. And that is literally floating on the water on your back. When we started the class, we started by floating forward and we started by swimming forward. So literally our face in the water, head down. And what's interesting is that I wasn't as afraid of that as I thought I would be. But when we got to the back float, I was petrified. And I sat with that and I was really trying to figure out like, what is it about this particular switch in, you know, the way I'm floating, you know, on my back versus on my face that's scaring me so much. And I realized that on the back float, there is so much surrender needed, right? You really have to let go and you really have to trust that the water is going to hold you up. With the front float, you can see the bottom of the pool. You could see the bottom of whatever you know, you're looking at, you can see the pool, you can sort of see in front of you. And it makes you feel a little bit more in control because you can see, you can see what will happen if you let go, you can feel in control versus that back float, you're on your back. If something were to happen, you can't see it coming. It will just happen and you, it's just gonna happen. So the back float requires an immense amount of surrender. And today, I got to a point where I was able to get that back float down, albeit it's a little, you know, it's still getting there, I gotta work on it, but I was able to get that down. And what I noticed was that when I was on the water floating on my back, in the moments where I started to have shallow breathing and I started to panic and I started to feel as if the water wasn't there, I stopped trusting, I would start to sink. My legs would come in. I would start to get into a seated position. And if you are a swimmer, you know that if you try to sit in the water, you're gonna you're gonna sink. Okay, you gotta like not bend your body in that way. Versus the moments where I was on my back and floating, and I allowed my mind to sort of drift. I allowed my mind to focus on something else. I essentially was in a meditation. I was doing a breathing exercise. In those moments, I floated and I was doing a backwards swim on the water and I wasn't concerned about falling in. I wasn't concerned about drowning. I was literally in my meditation and I'd let go, I'd surrender. And this is what 
you guys need to work on and take it from the swim lesson and put it into the real world. And I also realized that telling someone, you know, just let go, just trust, it's hard. It's it's hard. Again, maybe it's not hard for you in some instances, in some cases, but I've found in my journey um, specifically that letting go and surrendering is the hardest thing for me because I like to know what is going to happen. I like to feel as if I have some sort of control over a situation, even though I may not fully have control over a situation. I'm a co-creator, right? I'm not going to control every single thing that happens in life and neither are you. And there is that piece of surrender that you have to involve in order to trust that God, the universe will have your back in this instance. So it is hard, you guys. It's something that takes practice. It's something that takes you really allowing yourself to apply the lessons that you learn but one thing I will say that comes with letting go um, and maybe this is a coping mechanism of some sort but one thing that helps me is to shift my focus so whatever it is that you're struggling to let go of right letting go doesn't mean that you don't want it I want to specify that because when people tell you, oh, let go, like whatever, whatever, don't think that you should not want something in order to be able to manifest it. If you're struggling to manifest something and you really want it, it is okay to really want something. It is okay. You know, y'all know I be struggling with this when it comes to my love life. Like I really want my partner. I really want to meet my person, but I'm holding on to it so tightly that I've really had to be like, I need to let go. And what's helped me with that is shifting my focus. And so that may be something that's helpful for you. Shift your focus. And here's what you could shift your focus to. What are some fun things that you want to try? What are some fun hobbies that you want to start? Um, what are some relationships that you want to mend? Maybe it's a relationship with yourself. What are some things that you can do in the meantime? It's sort of like that metaphor of, or that analogy. I don't know if it's a metaphor or an analogy, whichever one. But when people talk about, you know, you put your order in with the universe and you trust that it's coming. It's sort of when you're at a restaurant, you say, okay, the waiter comes over. What do you want? You know, you're like, I want the salmon, the pe salmon penne pasta, and I, I want a glass of wine. And they're like, okay, got it. I'm going to put that order in for you. You know your food is coming. You know it's coming. You're going to chill. You're going to talk to, you know, your friends at the table, your family at the table. You might scroll TikTok for a minute. You, you might take your mind off it by doing something else. You might be starving as hell. Okay, you came there hungry with an appetite. You ready to eat. But you know your food is coming. And so you're not harassing the waiter. Hey, waiter, um, did you put that order in? Hey, wait, sir, garçon, garçon, is, the, is my order in? No, you're not doing that because you know it's on the way. So in those in instances, what do you do? You put your mind to something else. You have different conversations. You look around at the scenery. You, you relax. So this is akin to that, right? So while you know that whatever you're calling in is on the way, focus on something else. Know that it's coming. Know that your order's in. Know that it will come when it's supposed to come, when the when the food is ready, okay? Because baby, they cooking your stuff on a crock pot. It's going to come out real juicy and it's coming. But in the meantime, what can you focus on? What can you do to take your mind off of the fact that you should not be hunting the waiter down right now because that man is busy, okay? Because that man is waiting on different tables. He has a job to do. He is not your only table, so take your mind off of the fact that it's coming and take your mind off of the the when and the how and the why and whatever and just focus on something else. And that has been really helpful for me 
y'all see I'm picking up all these different hobbies. I'm doing all these different things. It's because I'm taking, that's what I'm doing personally to take my mind off of love and to take my mind off the obsession, if you will, with when my person is going to come and how they're going to come. So I really hope that helps because I know the letting go thing, you know, I used to ask myself that all the time. Like, how do you really let go? And the question is letting go doesn't mean you have to stop wanting it. So want that thing, want it. I want you to keep wanting it. That means that it is for you. But in the meantime, you can definitely focus on other things while it's coming. So my loves, I really hope you enjoyed this energy report episode. Um, this is again, a concept and episode type that I'm testing out. So please feel free to DM me. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. <laughs> feel free to DM me on Instagram. Let me know if y'all liked this energy format, pick a card, pick a pile sort of situation. And if you do, I will continue to do these um, until I no longer feel called to because you know I took a pause with doing them and now I kind of feel drawn back to my cards again. So if y'all like this, I would love to keep doing this at the start of the month, on the first of the month and dropping those episodes so you guys have some sort of um, idea of what is to come or maybe some things that you could work, work on during the month. Okay. I'm going to go. Okay. Because it is quite late and I am exhausted. It's been such a long day. I'm so tired. Swimming really does take a lot out of you. And I was swimming laps today, girl. Okay. And we was working on that kicking too. So, you know, the Mahamis was working. So I'm definitely super tired. I'm going to go read my book. Well, I got to edit this episode actually. LOL. <laughs> Okay, kidding. I'm gonna go edit this episode and then I'm gonna go to bed. I need to hurry because um, I took a little bit of an edible, so it's probably going to hit soon and I would not like that to hit while I'm editing. TMI, kind of. All right, my loves, I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day. Happy August, super excited. And of course, we're gonna have another episode dropping tomorrow. I forget what it's on, so I can't even tell you. But I hope you have a beautiful day. And I'm gonna chat with you tomorrow, baby girl, okay? Baby boy, see you tomorrow. Okay, bye, my loves. Hi, my love. I hope you're enjoying Manifest Daily, whether this is your second or your 22nd episode. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to stay up to date with our latest episodes. And if you really love this show, I would appreciate it if you could do me a huge favor by leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. It really helps the show grow and reach more listeners like yourself. And like I said, I would be super grateful for you to leave that five-star review. Thank you for being here and for being a part of this amazing and growing podcast community. Now let's go ahead and dive into today's episode.